Hello, hello, and welcome to the Pick and Play Show, where today we got Zell, we got Leo, we got Jets, we got Titans, we got the Ravens back at the top of the AFC North. Thank you, Zell. We're going to break it all down. We're going to go through playoff previews, coach of the year discussions, who you should and shouldn't bet on for the remainder of this year. Let's fucking kick it off. Starting to believe ain't no such thing as heaven's trumpets. No after over, this is it done. If there's a heaven, you would think they let you speak to your son. Maybe she has in the form of a baby's laugh. I heard passing by in a stroller reminding me, hey, keep rolling. Oh, no. Maybe she has with the prick of a blade of brass. I've been laying on way too long. Got me itchy. Got up and roamed. All right. Let's start at the top of the mountain and let's work our way down. The top of the mountain unequivocally. Zell, your jets. Your New York football Jets destroyed every teaser, parlay, every gambling tie together in the universe last week. Your sure Jets fucking did. Stunned them all. Take it away. What do you got to say? I just want to say I wasn't able to come on the last pod. You know, had yeah. some prior arrangements and duties I needed to take care of. But y'all know I listen. Y'all know I support. <laughs> and I heard... <laughs> oh, Bengals by 10? Oh, lock yeah. that in. Oh, yeah. guaranteed. You know, the the stuff after the bye and how we came out against the pass warranted. I got nothing to say about that. Everything you guys said about that, well-deserved. But not even giving my team a chance at home in a bounce-back game and not showing any respect to the USF legend Mike White? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know, you I'm got just, the wrong quarterback. I, I'm just happy because, in, in all honesty, man, he executed the offense how it should have been. You know, um, you can't change a whole game plan like that in a week. So all he did was run the Shanahan style offense how it's supposed to be. You take what the defense gives you. You make your quick reads. You don't hold on to the ball long. Um, his average depth of throw, I think, for the game was like five yards. You know, he got the running back. Yeah, it was it wasn't great, but it was efficient. You know, he got the running backs involved. Um, Michael Carter and both Ty Johnson, they were great. Um, we didn't have Corey Davis, but it didn't matter. Elijah Moore was involved. Jamison Crowder was involved. We had a Denzel Mim siding. Um, so it, it was just good to see, you know, him taking what the defense gave him. And we were down 11 in the third quarter. And at that point, I was like, you know what? At least they showed life. At least they were competitive. This is all I asked for, you know? Yeah. And... When Carl Lawson, I mean, excuse me, not Carl Lawson, Shaq Lawson got that uh, interception, I was like, oh, shit. We might have a chance to actually win this game. And Mike White, he is, since Cam Newton, the first quarterback to throw for 400 yards and pass for three touchdowns in his first start. And he's been in the league. I mean, he's been in the league, I think, like, four years now. He got drafted by the Cowboys, I think, in, like, the fifth yeah, round. Yeah, we looked him up. Yeah. So, we laughed at him last week. Yeah, you did. Me and Leo looked him up and laughed at you, him. <laughs> you did. Leo knows him well. USF alumni. I know, Leo knows him yeah. well. Um, I mean, it's it's funny because he did end up transferring from there. But still, you know, I, I'm just glad to see him play well. Hopefully it continues. We got a game tomorrow night in Indianapolis. Only game Thursday night primetime. He's got all this hype he's hearing about him and things like that. And I'm sure after watching the tape, the Colts are going to try to see if he can throw down the field and make – you know, him beat them deep um, and just try to take away the short stuff. So let's see how, you know, he plays. You know, I'm not going to get too, you know, hyped and crazy. All this, you know, media talking about quarterback controversy and this and that. Like, relax. <laughs> Chill out. You know what I'm saying? I think it's actually good for Zach Wilson. Like, I, obviously, I'm not glad he's got hurt. But for him to sit back and at least see, like, bro, this is what you could have been doing the whole time. This is not college anymore. And I came on the pod and said this when we talked about this at the beginning of the season. Like, he just tries to make the Superman plays. And after the first Patriots game where he threw four interceptions, I told y'all, Robert Sala came in the press conference and said, it's okay to play boring football. We just saw Mike White do it, and what happened? Simple as that. So It um, ain't boring to win. Right. So you don't need to, you know, make those big plays every time. They're not going to be there. These dudes in the NFL, they're at a different level. They're at a different breed. Um, the defense is way faster. So watching him, and he was up in the booth with um, OC Michael Flora this past game. And in the past, Michael Flora was down on the sidelines because Zach Wilson wanted him there. And I think that also helped, too, from him getting a better view up in the booth, seeing kind of, you know, how, you know, the Bengals were playing. They were letting us, you know, 
get those short plays and passes. They didn't adjust. So I think it's good for him to be up there. I know we just hired his like a personal QB coach, um, John Beck, who he works with in the offseason, and he works with other quarterbacks and stuff like that. So I think this time off will benefit him. But if Mike White continues to play this well, you have to keep starting him. I don't care. Like, he needs to play. So Salah said that. Yeah. yeah Salah said should. that he's going with him. He should. And he should ride the hot yep. hand because I think it would be wrong if, you know, let's say even if they do lose to the Colts tomorrow, but Mike White still plays well, he needs to continue to be the starter. It's going to be better for Zach Wilson's health because that PCL injury is no joke. And it's going to be better for him. It does, it's not a bad thing if you sit. Like, I don't get what the rush is with, you know, getting these rookie quarterbacks to play right away. I mean, we said it. I said it that the Jets definitely dropped the bag where from the beginning of the offseason, they did not have a veteran quarterback in that room to kind of mentor or at least let Zach Wilson see how it's done, how to be a pro. So got Joe Flacco. It, we got Joe Flacco now, but I mean, <laughs> they tried to keep him in the offseason, but he just yeah. didn't want to stay. He thought he had a better chance at I playing know. and starting <sighs> with the Eagles, you know? So yeah. I know you gave a pick Funny. for him. It's a fifth, sixth round pick, whatever. I don't care, but it's like, you know, regardless, they still, you know, drop the ball there and that. So um, all in all, yeah. I know people ain't trying to hit the Jets too much. If Mike White plays this well again, you know, in this Colts game, win or lose, he needs to stay as a starter. So great game to watch. I was hyped. I haven't been that hyped to, you know, cheer for a Jets game in a while. So it was it was good to see. And I'm I'm glad that he, you know, surprised everybody. And um, hopefully he keeps it up tomorrow night. Classic letdown spot for the Bengals. They come off a big win with the Ravens. They go into the Jets. The Jets are up and ready to play, which they weren't the week previous. Right. Actually, something funny out of that game. Y'all ran that same fucking play that the Patriots pulled on you. <laughs> yeah. That, that right. same trick play. Yeah. Uh, the, Robert Sala saw that and said, well, I'll be damned. And, <laughs> and ran this. I saw that and went, no way. They ran the same trick play that got ran against them imitations the most sincerest form of flattery so uh that was great great win they play tomorrow night the mike wright show lives on we'll see what happens and on the other side there was another big win against those colts everything seems to come full circle leo the titans get a big win putting themselves up two games three games over the colts beating them now twice but it comes at a really big loss. Take us through how you felt about that game and then when you found out about the Henry news. I mean, Carson Wentz continues to show us why I was so excited when he got traded there. <laughs> that's, that's my biggest takeaway from the That guy is game. a fucking goofball. Carson Bro, Wentz, that man. end zone interception was, oh my oh, lord. Man. Left-handed? He, he, Good he switched God. hands and threw it. You know, that he guy. does that every single week. And sometimes it's a turnover and sometimes it's not. But every single time Hope he, he does it, it it's week. close. And you're like, why'd you do that? It's close. <clears throat> the guy does not have a single thought in his head when he plays football. He doesn't have a single thought. Like, there's no, you, there's no improvement in Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been fucking Carson Wentz since... The Eagles, like the amount of turnovers is crazy with this fucking guy. And you take a close game and that pick, he's getting sacked. He flips the ball to the other hand and he just throws it into the air. I mean, what a fucking. Yeah, as and if then, that wasn't then, bad enough in overtime, he, he throws another, uh, just gives oh Kevin Byard an absolute gift. And the Titans end up winning the game because of that. So MVP for last Sunday is definitely Carson Wentz. I hope he got several game balls from the Titans side. Uh, but the more important news came the day after. I was riding a high. Yep. The Titans are number one in the AFC. The first time I've been able to say that since, I think, 2008. Yep. And then I pick up my phone. You know, I get I hear a little, dun -dun 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 -dun, and I go, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well, what happened, you know? I grab my phone and I see Derrick Henry with Schefter's talking about Derrick Henry out for the year. And my heart sank. Mm. My stomach hurt. Yeah. I didn't want to eat breakfast. I didn't want to work. <laughs> I, I don't think I got anything done for like two hours after that news dropped. And, and I was a, I was a little sad because why? Why? Why is it that as soon as the Titans start to round into form, they beat the Bills, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Colts all within a like a 14 day span? feeling good feeling great and then 
the king, Derrick Henry, he's he's gone. And so, you know, uh, I'm reeling from that. Uh, if if you would have asked, if we would have done this podcast that day on Monday, uh, I probably would have been doom and gloom and said, oh, the season's over and there's no hope and this and that. Uh, but it turns out Derrick Henry's injury is probably going to keep him out six to eight weeks. That'll put him back right at the end of the regular season. I do think the Titans will be able to get a couple wins here down the stretch, enough to make the playoffs, essentially have a four-game division lead. So if if Derrick Henry can come back week 16, week 17, and be ready for a playoff run, uh, I'm still optimistic. I'm still feeling good. We're, we're not. The sky is not falling today. Some people were talking that he's out for the year, but I read the same report you did that it's like six to ten weeks. So very weird to see both reports out there. You know, normally it's pretty conclusive, but this was very much like, no, this is a six to ten week injury. And then people were retweeting that going out for the year, out for the year. And I, I am very confused because uh, Derrick Henry is a big deal for football and in fantasy. And having him, you know, there's a lot of teams where you could stash him on IR, but there's also the scenario where you drop him. And I, I don't really know. Like, I don't think I've seen a player where it came out so widespread that he was out for the year, but the initial diag- like diagnosis from the team was six to eight weeks. So it's going to be interesting. Right, so you what still the have, injury is is a yeah. broken bone, I believe. It, he has a broken yeah. bone in his Jones pinky. Fracture, right? it, yeah, it's his yep. pinky toe broken bone so jesus just cut the thing (laughs) right i was reading i I don't remember the player's name but there's a defensive lineman in the league right now who just suffered that injury this season and they say that he's now uh ramping up in practice at the six week mark uh and so derrick henry i think is comparable size to a defensive lineman um and so (laughs) yeah right so i'm thinking uh, if the defensive lineman is back within six weeks, uh, I'm fine with it going nine weeks. That still puts him back before the playoffs. Uh, and so I'm feeling good. The Titans can definitely get a couple wins with Jeremy McNichols and Adrian Peterson. Uh, we just need them to get three, four yards of pop, catch a couple balls, punch it in on on the goal line. We, we don't need Derrick Henry. We just need something serviceable. The hardest part of the schedule is over at this point. I mean, we got the Rams, but after that, there's a couple easy, winnable games in there. So I think the Titans will be fine long term as long as Henry can come back before the playoffs start. Yeah. Yeah. The issue that I see right now with the Titans is you're dealing with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones recurring soft tissue injuries. We've already seen them both miss a game. Julio's played in what? I think four out of the seven games. He missed his last game, too, right? Yeah. 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 I think they're being conservative with him. I honestly think he could play if. You know, if it was a playoff game, but I don't think yeah. that they want to risk that unnecessarily. And so he's probably going to sit out more often than not. But I think AJ's looking like he's he's healthy. I, I haven't seen the last couple of weeks. He's been looking like his old dominant yeah, self. Good. So, yep. you're yep. right, though. They need to have AJ and now they need to have Julio out there, too. I think y'all have the, the good luxury of doing is, yeah. that, too, though, with the division yep. you're in and the lead you have. So big time. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Here's the thing. The Titans have six wins. The rest of the division combined has five. So there's some room. Uh, the Houston Texans don't look like they're going to win another game, which that fucking first game is going to bite me. The Jacksonville Jaguars have no interest. I mean, did you hear uh, what's-his-face Urban Meyer go? Uh, he was unsure whether the Jaguars would be buyers or sellers during the trade deadline. And I was like, I, I don't think you understand <laughs> what what the fucking NFL is. At one in six, you're nothing. You're probably <laughs> not buyers. You're, you're probably not buying much, dude. Less than a 1% chance to make the playoffs. The Indianapolis Colts have now dropped two with Carson Wentz. They're essentially one more bad loss away from being out of the playoffs. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's a big game tomorrow. Somehow Indy is giving up ten and a half points. I, I don't. I just don't know what to make of that. Mm, like mm, it's mm. so weird. Like 
What are you, what are you seeing out of Indy to make them go ten and a half? Like you're just basically saying what the Jets did was a total fluke. Bro, Vegas has um, loved which, Indy since the off season. We've been confused the whole yeah. time. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't get it. They thought that the Colts I, would win they the division. Know something we don't. I, know. I, I don't, don't get it. I keep taking the over. I've been banging that over and cashing it every week because the if Indy does put points up. They also have no fucking problem turning the ball over, which leads to the other team getting points. Whew. So, I mean, they have 200 points scored. They have 183 given up. That's a, it's a lot. <laughs> this team is this team is no problem dishing it out and taking it. It's a really funny dynamic with them. Uh, so, I think I'm just going to pound the over, which will probably be in the low 40s. Uh, but... Uh, works out i think the titans are going to survive i think they can i mean at this point in time you only have to win five games to win that division so so you have a bye week right yeah i actually saw a stat about this the other day it said that the titans need to go or need to win four more games this season if they do the colts can only afford one loss for the rest of the season uh or the titans will be division champs yeah y'all are sitting pretty man Yo, that's based on nice. that's based on last year. Uh, it's 17 games this year, so the the Indianapolis is at three and five. They have to get to 11 and seven, uh, which is oh no, 11 and six. You're right. You are right. 11 yeah, and six. they don't have that's much. Right, so they can afford one more loss. One more. Jesus. Right. They don't have much leeway. Th- they'll lose more well, than one game. Get, yeah, a hundred percent. Just pulling up who they're going to play here. They do have that, you know, Tennessee. They they do have a little hope. They're going to go. They're going to get to play the Jets. Then they're going to play Jacksonville. Then they go to Buffalo and then Tampa Bay at Houston by week. New England, Arizona, Las Vegas. Uh, they are going to maybe, maybe, maybe win three more games. So, yeah, I think you might win the division with six wins. Six <laughs> may be <That's> enough. <laughs> it's insane. But reading that through, Indy really can only beat Jacksonville twice and Houston one more time. If they lose tomorrow, six wins for Indy is going to be tough. Uh, but let's move it along. I do want to say thank you, Zell. You have beaten the Bengals, which moves the Ravens back into first place in their division. We're going to hold it so, down for the Titans this week, too. We got you, Leo. We got you, man. I, I, I hope so. You guys can just keep fucking around with these other teams. That'll be great for us. How the fuck did Mike um, White do because, that? Uh, I'm still sitting hey, here. Bro. Like, how? <laughs> Hey man, I, Mike White. I don't want to. He. I don't want to put the Jets down, but the Bengals. I don't know if the bank Bengals come off the win. You know who they play this week? They play the Browns. It's a classic look ahead game. They didn't adjust at all. They it was didn't. so weird. They really didn't. Mike White murdered my parlay. Like, Just murdered it. Murdered stabbed, everyone. Stabbed everyone's. it up real good. <laughs> everyone Bro, he was like 70 uh, <laughs> percent like it mm-hmm. was so efficient too like they they could yeah. not stop that man bro they could no, not stop they him. they they didn't it was a fucking weird thing everyone watched tape on that we'll see what happens this week with baker mayfield maybe a lesser quarterback than mike white all right let's cover some news normally we don't get too into topics because the nfl season's pretty quiet about keeping their players you know in line focused on the game yada 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 we did have huge news there's a fantastic game this weekend in which the green bay packers were going to square off the kansas city chiefs and it turns out aaron Rodgers now has COVID. uh that line was the line was originally uh green bay getting a point and now it's green bay getting i think eight so aaron Rodgers goes in in the off season he told everyone he was immunized against the vaccine now (laughs) he is not (laughs) and he got COVID which means he misses a minimum of 10 days the earliest he can return is next Saturday any setback and he misses next week's game as well uh big deal for this gives a chance for Kansas City to kind of catch their breath uh but I do want to throw one hypothetical out there they have Jordan Love for a reason Zell can the Green Bay Packers still pull the upset? I think with the way the Chiefs have been playing and how Mahomes has looked, they definitely do still have a chance, even with Jordan Love. But I'm definitely not going to pick them to win this game. Um, I'm not surprised. Like, when you look back at what Rodgers said, like, he's always yeah. kind of choicey and sly with his words to the media. So now everybody's kind of making a big deal. Like, oh, well, he said immunized. Like, well, I wasn't in a big deal back then. You know what I'm saying? So – 
it's after that Halloween party they had. I know you guys. I'm not sure if you saw yeah. them like the John Wick costume and stuff uh-huh. like that. So yeah. um, I'm not surprised to hear this news. But uh, let's see what Jordan Love's got. You know, um, he hasn't had the best reports in these past no. two, you know, training camps and off seasons. So uh, the Chiefs, I think, know they have to kick it in high gear. So I'm not gonna pick Jordan Love, you know, over Pat Mahomes. So. But I'm I'm definitely gonna tune in to see if you know love can, you know, spark a little something. Mahomes, you got any hope? Now I will say this. Let, let me let me let me jump in real quick. Last week, the Kansas City Chiefs really almost lost to the Giants. They wanted to give them the game. It, it's crazy. Is this they were Packers team even without Rodgers like that much worse? Mahomes is gonna blow the doors. Then the Giants. Real Mahomes is going to blow the doors off them. Look, I know that it hasn't looked good. This is the worst version of Mahomes that we've seen since he's been in the league. I understand all of that. But no Rodgers, I don't expect the Chiefs to lose this game, especially now they're only a game out of the division lead all of a sudden. No, I I expect the Chiefs to go full throttle. It's going to be another big uh, Mahomes to Tyreek Hill game just like last week, and they're going to find a way to get it done. The Packers aren't going to be able to score 28 points. And so unless you think that the Chiefs are going to get locked up here, then I don't see what we're doing here. I don't know. The Chiefs got locked up against the Giants. I mean, I I understand, but do you expect the Packers to be able to move the ball? Uh, I I think they kind of can. Like, uh, now they don't have Devontae Adams. I just here's my problem with Kansas City, and and it's it's been lingering for a while. Tyreek Hill also leads the NFL in drop passes. Um, it, the turnovers are weird, but they except for the Philadelphia win, which they beat Philly forty two to thirty, and then Washington thirty one thirteen. They've really struggled mightily on offense. 20 points against the Giants at home. Three points against the Tennessee Titans. 20 points against Buffalo at home. 24 points and a loss to the Chargers. It's very interesting to me to see what's going to happen going into Green Bay. Do I think that Green Bay will win the game? No, but like Daniel Jones is not a great quarterback. Like They kept them in the game, and if it wasn't for the fact that Daniel Jones... Daniel Jones may be the best athlete on the Giants. He is also probably not the best quarterback on the Giants. So it's just a very weird thing with the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I, I'd love to fucking, I'd love to be on this, be on them. But I got to be honest, the Kansas City Chiefs are like one in the last eighteen games covering the spread. It's ridiculous. Now I'll say this: they can't, they cannot pull. I away. don't expect them to win or win by a touchdown or eight points, whatever it is right now. I, I have seven point five here in front of me. Um, I yeah. don't expect them to cover that. I think it'll be. Nah, uh, I no, I lied. I do expect them to cover that. I was gonna try to convince <laughs> myself that Jordan Love was gonna keep it close, yeah. but I haven't seen anything to suggest that he's gonna do that. So no, I like the Chiefs. Yeah, unless right Jordan Love pulls some Mike White type shit, they definitely gonna get beat by double digits. It wasn't just Mike White this weekend, right? I mean, we had a bunch of really weird backups come in and, mm-hmm. and, and play pretty well. Um, and 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 I I don't know what that really means. Like I don't want to be like, oh, I got it. But um, there were backups across from Geno Smith who played well. Um, you know, uh, Trevor we go Simeon. To Buccaneer- Trevor Simeon comes in. They win the game. Uh, Cooper Rush comes in and plays decent enough to win. This, I think this is going to be still a pretty decent game unless the Packers are just completely mentally checked out, which can happen because they're just running and hiding with that division. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to monitor it. I'm probably going to have a stay away. And, and really what I want to get into now is I have a list of teams that you tell me if I'm crazy. But I don't think you can bet against the spread on any of these teams with any type of certainty going forward. And I'll start it with the Kansas City Chiefs, Atlanta, Detroit, Miami, Houston, Jacksonville, and Washington. Any of those teams stand out to you as a team you feel comfortable betting on no matter who they're playing? Hell no. Did you hear the list that you yeah, just read? Yeah, hell to hell no. No, I don't feel good about <laughs> I, I'm betting just on saying, any of them. I've got the Chiefs in that group. 
Yeah, no, I, the Chiefs haven't – this year they've proven that you can't rely on last year's success. Like, this isn't the same team. You can't just vote confidently yeah. on the Chiefs like we used to set it and forget it. Uh, that's definitely right. not the case this year. No, and it's bizarre. I mean, the teams that I just ran through are dog shit. Washington, the Chiefs are the one that stuck out the most. Like, uh, everybody yeah. else was, wasn't even a thought. Like. And 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 that's a huge thing. Like I went through, I even thought about the Panthers. I'm like, there's still room to bet on the Panthers. They got some good things. I mean, Darnold's fucking terrible, but there's still some things about him. You like their defense. If CMC comes back, you could be like, I okay, think I would put Cleveland some hope on that there. list. I don't have the Jets on this list. I mean, the Jets. I got the Jets proven a- in their two wins. If you you know take that big spread against them, then you're gonna be losing some money. So. Leo, I'm adding to it. Cleveland, you're 100% right. If you're betting on Cleveland, Godspeed to you. Right, I don't yeah, trust I mean, that. Godspeed do to you. Your stomach nope. hurts all Sunday no, sir. if you bet on them. All Sunday. I'm trying to think if there's anybody we left off this list, but Chiefs, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit, Miami, Houston, Jacksonville, Washington. What about Minnesota? I, How do y'all feel about them being on that list? Or where you say they're more borderline? I just feel like at any given time, Minnesota could hang 35, you know, and so I'm not going to want to bet against them, but I'm never going to feel good betting on them either. Betting on them, right. Mm -hmm. If there's a few teams, so if the Vikings play a couple teams on this list, I'm betting on them. For instance, Vikings versus Atlanta, Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, Washington, even Cleveland, I'm probably interested in that game. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and and when I I go and they already lost to Cleveland fourteen seven so mm-hmm. they're kind of going against what I'm saying here but uh, I, I still look at uh, Minnesota as a team that you're like okay there's some parts um, and also what I mean bet on is if you take an over under on this game like Minnesota is normally good if they're playing a good offense to take the over because they'll end up with they'll lose like thirty five twenty one they have no problem putting up those twenty one points but. When you look at these other teams, like if I say Atlanta and this, you know, the over under is 45, you're like, I don't even, what am I getting with Atlanta? Same with all these teams. Like they don't have this. And, and I, it's crazy that the Chiefs are in here, but I don't know what I'm getting out of the Chiefs. Last week against the Giants, they put up 20. And it's like 20 in, in kind of not a must win, but damn close to a must win for them. And they only can get 20 points out. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt, the Kansas City Chiefs are hurt, sick. If the Kansas City Chiefs are, are kind of staring down the barrel of a loaded fucking gun. So, I don't know. They, they, still, have to play, they still have to play the Chargers again. They haven't played Las Vegas at all. And, and they're still going to end up playing the Patriots. So, the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm putting on a list of a no-fly zone until otherwise noted. Those teams, to me, just cannot be bet on. All right. Um... Here's a here's a thing you can get right now. It's a bet. You can go out. You've had enough time to look. I think there are two two standout coach of the years. Um, I'll hold mine. I'll throw it to Leo. Uh, is there any coach of the year that stands out to you? I think you got to give Cliff Kingsbury a little love, man. Before the season, we were saying yep. that he was on the hot seat. If they got off to a bad start, he was out of there. And they're seven and one. And they could have easily been A and O if AJ Green would have turned his head around. I know. So I, I, I got to give him love. I got to say Cliff Kingsbury, he's up there. But I also want to give my boy Mike Vrabel some love. I feel like Mike Vrabel deserves a little Ooh. bit of love because the Titans haven't had an easy schedule to start the season, and they're on top of the AFC at six and two. Uh, so if I had to give the award away right now after eight weeks, I would give it to Cliff Kingsbury, but some love to Mike Rabel too, because he's doing a lot given with the injuries we've been dealing with. Zell, who you got? My two would be first Matt LaFleur, because okay. after that first week where they got demolished, they haven't lost. And I'm pretty sure the past two seasons, he's won 13 games with the Packers. Yeah. So, uh, this is going to hold a lot of weight, obviously, barring what they do, you know, no Rodgers um, this upcoming week. So, but I think for what they've done so far, he definitely deserves to be, you know, in the coach of the year consideration. And my other is Sean McVay. So he had a whole new quarterback, and I know Stafford's better than golf, but still, you know, McVay. being adapted to the system and then, 
Yes, Big Bay. He got yes, the monsters over there. He got a superstar lineup. Nah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still picking McVeigh, man. Just because, like, you have those expectations, and he's met them so far. I mean, I know they lost to the Cardinals, but it, it, every other test that they've had, they won. They beat the Bucks. Um, so I, I would give it to McVeigh. Those would be my top two candidates right now. Um, I'm not mad at the Kingsbury one. Um, it was really my second choice was kind of between them two. So N- number one for me, and it ain't close to Sean Payton. Oh. I don't okay. think it's close. I'm not mad at it. Okay, Sean, like Sean Payton unequivocally is, to me, coach of the year. He made Jameis Winston look decent, and then Jameis Winston blew his leg out. You see him fucking dancing on those crutches? He's <laughs> a fucking man. mad man. Hey, Jameis a fool on the uh, camera, man. Social media, he's so a fool. He, oh, he is a fucking fool. So he gets that going, and that was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, they are now a half game behind Tampa. And if Tampa gets on their bye and New Orleans wins because they have the head-to-head, New Orleans would be leading the a- the NFC South. That is with no Michael Thomas. That is with no Hall of Fame, first ballot, unequivocal Drew Brees. And now you're looking at a scenario of, I mean, here comes Taysom Hill. There is some rumors that Phillip Rivers might come back to them, which I think would make sense as long as uh, – um, which I picked up in our league. Um, if Taysom Hill gets hurt, I could see them going that route. I think he's number one. Um, number two, I had, I agree with Leo. I think with Cliff Kingsbury's managed to do it 7-1, I think is remarkable. Hold on. With Sean Payne, I really though, think. I feel like I'm with you. I'm definitely with you. He's deserving up until this point. But I feel like it's not – it's not realistic to think that he's going to end up with the award just because I I see a significant drop off happening with their record now that Jameis is gone. Like we don't love Jameis, but Jameis was at least serviceable. I don't think Taysom right. Hill is that. So I mean, if they get Rivers, now I'm back. I'm back with you. Like I, I think that they could challenge for the division. They they might be able to win it. But with the combination of Simeon and Taysom Hill, I think that they're about to fall off a little bit. And if they don't, then he deserves the award. I think he's in the driver's seat right now from what he's gotten through. He does have some tough games coming up. They have Atlanta this week in the Dome. They go to Tennessee after that. Then they go to Philly, home versus Buffalo, and then home versus Dallas. If they can survive that stretch, which is tough, but if they can survive that, I think he's looking at maybe first place in that division. They will finish it with a road game in the Jets, road game on Tampa Bay, home Miami, home Carolina at Atlanta. So there's they can go three and two in that final stretch and be okay. You are right. He's got to hold up with Trevor fucking Simeon and Taysom Hill. But I thought it was pretty impressive the way he was running that team with Jameis Winston. I mean, we are talking about Jameis Winston leaves the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they add Tom Brady, but they go from being a bad team to winning the Super Bowl with essentially one move. Jameis isn't so, – I'm not saying he's uh, you know, a superstar or anything like that, but I think he's head and shoulders above what they currently have after he went down. Yeah, I agree. That's facts. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Hey, All right. I know a lot of people might not like to hear this real quick, so I know, but <laughs> if the Cowboys keep this up, Mike yeah. McCarthy might really get some consideration for that too. And does and, and he deserves it. I mean, if they can keep this up and they run away with that division, they become a stalwart team. Right now they've got one loss to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad loss. I mean, and that was week 1. It, the, that was week 1. They will play, like I said, they will play New Orleans and they have some they have some big games coming up. I mean, they're going to play Kansas City in 2 weeks. They're they have a three-game stretch that could set them apart. It's at Kansas City, home versus the Raiders, and then at New Orleans. Oh, that's going to be it right there. It, yeah. That's it right there. If you can close that down, you end the year with Washington, the Giants, Washington, Arizona, Philly. That Arizona game could be for first place in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So there's about four games left that are troubling and then take care of your division. This team should coast to 11 wins at an absolute floor. 12 wins most likely. So, yeah, the, Mike McCarthy, there's, there's a lot of names. We mentioned a lot of NFC teams. So, a lot of NFC teams kind of breaking the mold on what we expected. Um, and, I would have given Zach Taylor some love if it weren't for last weekend. Yeah, yeah he yeah, got cut. Yeah. Yeah. Once he took that L to us, he, yeah, he got, oh, he got yeah. cut. Oh, yeah. 
right to the fucking knee. Um, so we're talking about things being up in the air and expectations not being met. I want to claim right now from each of you who wins the AFC West. Sheesh. I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay. Before the season, I'm pretty sure I went with Kansas City. Uh, As of right now, I'm going to break off. I'm going to say the Chargers get their shit together and the Chargers win this division. Uh, I'm going the I'm going Las Vegas. Hey. Viva, baby, Viva! I think they've got the best defense in the division, and I think that's what matters. I think that they have two great pass rushers. Well, Max Crosby was a great pass rusher. Yannick Ngakwe is a great situational pass rusher, um, and I think that that defense is going to cause havoc for two teams that really are struggling on the offensive line. Kansas City can't block anybody. People are wondering why Mahomes is fucking, oh, why is Mahomes' mechanics falling apart? First off, he never had good mechanics. The guy's just a wizard with an arm. Um, But when you start hitting the quarterback and you get holding penalties and people are running that too high, which is real funny that that's giving him problems, the problem is he can't sit back there anymore. They're just beating the shit out of him. People are hitting the shit out of Mahomes. I said that he wouldn't make it through the year that they'd get him killed. They still have all these games left, including Denver, who will get up for him. Who traded Von Miller? This fucking, this is fucking team. And I think Vegas has a legit shot. Now Vegas is going through some shit every single week. It feels like, uh, but I think they've they've got a real shot to hold this division down, kind of be like a miracle run. So we all different. KC Chargers. My only issue with Vegas no is, I mean, no I know we're not doing Henry Ruggs. We're not touching that. But th- losing a big piece of your offense makes me curious what this offense is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually a little surprised they didn't try to make like, well, I guess it happened like after the right as the trade deadline. But I was a little surprised. I, you know what? I'm not going to be shocked if Deshaun Jackson ends up That's there. who they should be targeting right now. 100%. Yep. yep. That would that would kind of fix what you're looking for. John Brown is also available, so we might be able to see. Him. He was there he last was year there already, or earlier this year. Yeah, or he might have gotten cut earlier got, this yeah, year. Yeah, he but got now, cut. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring him back in for a, a bigger role now. So they've got some options to fix a speedster somehow. You actually have that, but we'll see. It's it's gonna it, it's gonna be interesting in the West. We thought was kind of going to be Kansas City. Oh, we, we did say on this pod we were up in the air. Um, but, you know, now right now, looking in, Kansas City is in the playoff team. And with that, I'm going to read through. Let's start in the AFC. I'm going to read through the seven teams. And you guys, I'm going to go line by line. As I call out the name, I'm going to. they are in the playoffs today. You guys tell me if they're going to be in there at the end of the year or not. And we'll start with the top. Buffalo Bills. In. In. Okay. Baltimore. In. In. Cincy. Out. <laughs> Ooh, Leo says out, Zell. I'm going to say in. I'm going to say yeah, in. There we go. Tennessee. In. In. Las Vegas. Out. In. <laughs> Leo's got the Chargers. So you you got Kansas City out, you sick son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I've got them in. Yep. I'm going to so, go in. Okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Out. out. Okay. So uh, right now, that means there are two teams in the playoffs for each of you. Thank you. We, we're all universal here uh, with – Oh, sorry, sorry. I actually think Pittsburgh's going to make it. Um, I, I actually think that the, the team that's going to flip around here is I think the Chargers aren't going to make it, and I think New England's going to squeak in on tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. But here are the teams that are not in the playoffs that could get in. And, and Zell, you've got two open spots. You've got Vegas and Pittsburgh not making it. So which one of these two teams is making it, or is someone else? New England, Kansas City, Cleveland, and Denver. Those are the only teams right now that are on the cusp. Everyone else is two games away. Who do you got there? Yuck. Uh, Kansas City Yuck. and New England. Okay. Leo, you've got two open spots. 
Definitely New England. I think that their defense is going to be good enough. Max seems like he's figuring some things out. I think that they're going to sneak in on a wild card. God, I hope they don't make that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then second, I would go with... Those are your options. Uh, it's funny. I looked at it and I was like, I know Man. damn well he ain't going to say the Broncos. <laughs> he, he ain't saying the Broncos. He ain't saying Cleveland. I, all right. So I guess the Chiefs. This is I guess the, the AFC the West Chiefs, will have so three you teams. You got three from over there. Yep. I I think that the North is going to have the three teams. I think that they, they're in a better spot. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is an ugly fucking team to watch. I can't pick Holy them, bro. Shit, that offense looks a, like hell. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't that offense them, is hell. <laughs> this that is offense. ugly. If it. If Najee Harris got hurt, they may not get three points a game. Like no lie. Didn't their kicker get if knocked he out misses, of this last game too? Yeah, they try to fake. They try to fake like pass, and Cleveland, Cleveland beat. I mean, it should have been a penalty. That poor man. But they hit that guy like there was no tomorrow. I mean, that guy. They couldn't kick the rest of the game. They're like, all right, that's <laughs> the end of that. Um, that was over. So that's it. So here it is. Rundown. Bills. Baltimore. Uh, this is this is Zell's list: Bills, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Los Angeles Chargers, New England Patriots, Kansas City Chiefs. Leo's list: Bills, Baltimore, Tennessee, uh, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Chargers, uh, New England, Kansas City. I have Bills, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, sorry, not Los Angeles Chargers. Pittsburgh and New England. So. I have the Chargers out, and that's where I think is going to be the change. We are starting to see that separation, and with seven teams in the playoffs, it's starting to close in. Let's flip over to the NFC, which I think the NFC has a little more, a little bit more tantalizing. Um, In the AFC, all of the teams I read out are 500 and better. In the NFC, once you get past, once you get past the seven teams in the playoffs, There's not a single team on the outside with a 500 record. So very stark contrast where the AFC has a little bundling up. The NFC is pretty decoupled. I'll run through this list. Same thing. Zell, Leo, tell me who you got in. Dallas. They're in. Okay. Green Bay. In. In. New Orleans. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I, I, say. I, here's what I do. I'm gonna put it on pause real quick. Ooh. I'm gonna put it on pause. We'll get through some other teams. I want you guys to Ooh, sit. That's a tough for a one. Second. Yeah, we gotta say that for last. Tampa Bay. In. In. Okay. Arizona. In. In. Okay. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. In. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Los Angeles Rams. Um, all right, and then you get to New Orleans. They're There's in. still one left, but they're in. Okay, Leo? Uh, if they sign Phillip Rivers, they're definitely in. If they don't sign okay. Phillip Rivers, I'm going to give them in, but I don't feel I'm good sick. about it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't feel good okay. about it either, but I'm I'm looking at these other teams, and I have a little bit more that's, confidence in them than yes. the others. So. so here's the thing. That's six teams. Remember, there's seven playoff teams. Right. The other team in the seventh playoff spot right now is Carolina. Out now, out. Okay, both you out. Now here are the other, here are the other teams that could get in the playoffs. Philadelphia. Nope. Minnesota. Maybe. For me, it's between Minnesota and San Francisco. Okay, Chicago. No. Nope. Atlanta. Nope. San Francisco. No, sir. Possibly. Seattle. No. Yes. Okay. Now here's the funny thing about those teams. Uh Seattle's three and five. San Francisco three and four. Carolina four and four. Atlanta three and four. Chicago three and five. Philadelphia three and five. All those teams are almost two games under five hundred, all fighting for the wild card spot. That last seed is gonna be the ugliest fucking thing on earth. It could be a six and like a right now. If everything continued, Carolina would get in with an eight and nine record or nine and eight record. Ugh. That's going to be a battle royale for that last spot. Good lord, battle royale. 
of all the greasy, shitty teams. I'm only picking Seattle like, because Russ is coming back. That's literally the only reason I'm giving them some type of hope. <laughs> and and they could rattle off some wins. Um, they they somehow have a point differential of plus twelve. Uh, here is their home stretch. Okay, so if you like um, Seattle, let's take a look through who they're going to play. They're on a bye week. Russ, did you guys see the post of Russ with the pin? Yeah, he said the pin is out. <laughs> Just a pin. <laughs> that guy's a that guy is a fucking goof. He posted one today um, of him uh, like working out, saying basically he's back earlier than he was supposed to be throwing and stuff. So. Was was he on the field doing pregame warm-ups that he doesn't do before the <laughs> game? Was he doing that? What a fucking goofer. Like, I mean, I, two weeks in a row, primetime television, he's out there. Or the, oh, I'm running a fake two-minute draw. He don't do that regularly. The fuck are you doing, man? Just some crazy shit. But here's who they play. They come back. They're going to get Green Bay, Arizona, Washington, San Fran, Houston. So there's some, you know... Basically, Leo, to your point, they got to beat San Fran there um, to really put them up. They got Houston. Then they go at the Rams. Chicago, which that game could actually have some playoff implications, as disgusting as that is. Detroit, so they'll get a nice little win there. And then at Arizona to end the year. Damn, they, got, they haven't so played Arizona it, yet this year, so they got them twice. No, they they're not making the playoffs. Twice. Fuck no. Woo! Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> they have... Green Bay, Arizona, Arizona, San Francisco, Los Angeles Rams. That's that's five games that, you know, they're probably not going to win or at least going to be tough. And then there, there are games they should win or will be competitive in. Uh, you know, Detroit, let's just go ahead and chalk up Detroit and Houston and Washington. I'll give you those three. But you are going to be in a fist fight at Chicago. I mean, in playing Chicago and playing San Francisco. So yeah, those will be tough it's going to be tight. unless seven and 10 Seattle gets you in, come back then in. I don't see how they get in that last wild card spot though. It, it might. Cause like Matt said, all those other teams fighting for it are under 500. So I know it's ugly. It's crazy. It's ugly. It is so ugly. Uh, here's a sneaky thing. Chicago could put this together. I mean, not Chicago, Philly. Philly, I think, could actually put this together as weird as it is. They play in a really, really poopy division, so they could pick up wins against the Giants in Washington. They don't have an overly tough schedule. They have some tough games. Uh, here's, here's what they have going into the bye. They have the Los Angeles Chargers this week. It's a big fucking game for them. Then they go to Denver. New Orleans, the Giants, the Jets, and a bye week. And here's their home stretch after that bye. Washington, Giants, Washington, and Dallas. If Dallas is towards the top there, you could see Philly make a little run. Here are the last six games they play. Giants, Jets, Washington, Giants, Washington, Dallas. Those last four games straight division is going to be... Wow. It's going to be fire, yeah. but it's a, if Philly could sneak this in here. If Philly can play around 500 to the end of the year, they could win three of these games and sneak in the back door. I was so, ready to call you a you crackhead know, that, when you started this rant, but now yeah. that I'm looking at the schedule, you you might be on to something here. Yeah, that end of the yeah. year is weak <laughs> That's why as he shit. said those division games, I was like, hmm. There is some toughness here. They got, look. The Chargers can't stop the run. Philly runs the ball really well. They just ran it like 50 times versus the Lions. I think they literally ran 50 times. They're going to do it again. And then they get Denver. I don't know what shape Denver's going to be in at that point in time. Uh, trading Von Miller, I don't know what that does to your locker room. Red flag. Um, it's, it's just some red flags in there. And you do have New Orleans. That's going to be tough. But they could fall to like four and seven. And then here come the Giants and the Jets and Washington and the Giants and Washington. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they've won five out of seven. And here they are at the stupid top of the wildcard rankings with fucking Chicago. I mean, Carolina right now is occupying a spot. Carolina is occupying a spot. All these teams are going to be fighting for that last spot. 
I think we're in agreement. Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, the Rams, they're not going anywhere. Nope. They've got six spots. They're theirs. Everyone go play at the last spot. You are right. Danger, Russell Wilson could come back. If the Cardinals start collapsing here, if the Cardinals start kind of falling back, I think you could see Seattle take them. I, right. but I think those are the two. I think those are the two, Philly and Seattle. I think Seattle can steal one of those games from Arizona. I, I yep. definitely think they could win one of those games. But it, they're going to have to <laughs> because uh, Arizona got yes. off to such a hot start. So. No, they're gonna they're gonna have to catch up, so we're gonna see the seventh spot is gonna lead to a lot of these weird teams trying to hang on. All right, closed book on that. Last thing we do is always take kind of a look forward of what's coming up. Try to call out anything we see specifically. We got robbed of the best game of the weekend, uh, Green Bay and Kansas City. That was going to be a hot tamale. Uh, but let's start with the Thursday night football game. We talked a little bit. Uh, Jets Colts at Colts. Um, Colts are giving up 10.5 with an over-under of 45.5. I'm actually going to take the over in this. I think that over is too low. Uh, Zell, this is your team. They're 10.5 points dogs again. You obviously like them to cover, but can you win? I think we can win because Carson Wentz is a turnover machine, and one of the strengths of our teams is getting pressure on the quarterback and our D-line. If we can get Carson Wentz to try and play superhero ball like he did versus the Titans and get him frantic in the pocket, get him on the run, scrambling, we definitely have a shot to win. I definitely like us to cover, but um, I, I got to ride, you know, Mike White and how well he's playing right now. So I'm going to take us to win. Leo, it's just this is Indy. A loss here pretty much, I mean, you might not need seven wins. Uh, you jumping on the Jets bandwagon? No, no I am not. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> the way you Dang. said that. <laughs> so I definitely, <laughs> My man said. I don't think it's going to be a 10-point <laughs> no. game. Uh, I definitely think that Carson Wentz is going to keep it close because you know how Carson Wentz does. He's going to cough up the ball on a fumble on a bad run. Oh, yeah. He's going he's gonna to throw one or two picks. You know how that goes. But – I think that the Colts win a game that's closer than it should have been. No, I, I'm not on the – no, no. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to take the over. Zell, I'm going to be rooting hard for your Jets because there's nothing funnier to me than if Mike wins this game and we get a quarterback controversy. Bro, that is the most Jets. Oh, it's not going to be a quarterback. Oh, yeah, if he throws another 400, I don't know. We might have to start asking oh. questions. There will be a quarterback controversy. The only way there's going to be a quarterback controversy is if he keeps this type of shit up for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Then, at that point, Mm -hmm. we'll say, okay, now we got a little bit of a quarterback duel. A little bit. that consistent? Yeah. A little bit. For the rest of the year, I know a little bit. That's his job. You already buy his jersey? It's it's Zach Wilson's rookie (laughs) year. He was a second pick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's too early. I know. know. It is too early. But we we may be looking up, and it may be like daylight savings time here soon. It may be a little late. Hey, I support support Mike White continuing to ball out, man. So if if he shows out, that's great for me. That, that's true. All right, another game that's on the menu that's pretty decent. The Cincinnati Bengals get to play big brother to Cleveland as they host the Browns. The Bengals this week, we had some OBJ news. Um, in case you don't know, uh, the trade deadline passed, and then OBJ showed up first. OBJ's dad put out a mixtape of all the times Baker Mayfield couldn't throw the ball to OBJ. <laughs> that shit which, was funny. <laughs> That's some sinister <laughs> shit. That's some, Ooh, imagine you're sitting there at work and you're like, hey, you see what your dad posted? You're like, what? And your dad's like, I put together this. Now, we know he probably didn't. He probably paid someone to do it. Either way, funny as shit. They tell OBJ today, don't come back. Go home. <laughs> Man showed up ready for practice and they were like, nah, baby. No. They were like, go home. Go see the GM And real quick. you know what? Yep. And here's something weird. Uh, the The... There have been news that a lot of the coaching staff, assistants, trainers, really didn't think that OBJ was a distraction anyway. Now, that's interesting because this, this came out of left field on everyone. 
Now, OBJ has not played well since he got to Cleveland. We can blame Baker. We can he's injuries, yep, 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 yep. But he really hasn't played well. Thanks. He drops a lot of fucking balls. For someone to be crying the way he is, you drop too many passes. Now, Baker Mayfield came out and said some real interesting things. He said that while he doesn't want an apology from Odell, which again is like question mark why would he owe you an apology like his dad tweets out a video you want odell to apologize that's fucking weird but says he doesn't need to but it would be nice did did baker order this hit did baker order this hit Uh, there's definitely some chemistry issues between those two guys man and i think it's to the point now where it's unresolvable like they just need to move on from Odell. That's that's where I feel like it is, just point blank period. Uh, especially with him saying that, like, what? That to me, like, <laughs> yeah. what? That just makes the situation worse. It makes it more awkward. Weird. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Like, come on now, like, it wasn't Odell that came out and did it. Odell's been to me as professional as it can get from his time in Cleveland, yep. from what it's compared to in his Giants days. So, uh, both, I think they just need to part ways. All right. Um, well, looks like Leo just hit a technical difficulty. And Zell, we'll 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 guide this ship keep inward. Keep the train going. Uh, <laughs> keep the train going. Uh, there are two games really that are important left on the docket, uh, and one of them is Leo's Titans. But let's talk a little Chargers Eagles while Leo tries to fix himself. Uh, Chargers Eagles. Uh, you. A lot of people are going to look at this and be like, it's not a big game. Here's some things. We just talked about the Eagles' path. If the Eagles can pull this game off, they're 4-5, and and they've probably got a front-row seat into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The Chargers are 4-3. and A loss here is almost devastating to them. Herbert was one of my MVP picks. I had Stafford and Herbert. I think I'm out on a Herbert bid. I think that's over with. Staley was a big talked-upon Coach of the Year candidate. It's not looking good for them. The Eagles are getting a point and a half at home. This is not what we expected out of the Chargers. You saw them run the ball 50 times. Are we going to get another Eagles win? Man, it's been rough for the Chargers these past two weeks. Um, The Ravens game, and I think they had a bye, right? And then it was the Patriots game. Um, Yeah. This, to me, is like a must-win for them. And the irony about it is, we just said with the Eagles, their strength is running the ball. And I think the Chargers have a bottom three rush defense in the league. So they're going to have to – something's going to have to give. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers this game uh, because I definitely think Herbert will have a big bounce back. It it was that pick six that really did him in for the Patriots game. So if it wasn't for that, they probably win that game. Um, and the Eagles, their strength is running the ball. Jalen Hurts' strength is being off script. But for him, like, trying to, like, pass or play, like, within the pocket and stuff like that, it, it's been rough to watch. Uh, yep. So for that reason, I'm going to go with the Chargers this game. And I, I think they, they stop that losing skid. Uh, I, I do agree with you. I think this is a game the Chargers should be able to throw the ball on them and, and take them out. Yeah. The next game up on the list, which it, we just talked about this team too, the Cardinals and the 49ers, they're going to square off the big division game. Um, <laughs> Leo can hear us, so he's just locked out, basically watching the family eat a nice dinner and he's just <laughs> standing at the window. <laughs> um, Cardinals, 49ers, big division game. 49ers really need this to get back into the mix. They were 3-4 and four against 7-1 Cardinals. Cardinals take a loss last week against Green Bay. They're Thursday night. They've had some time off. Cardinals are minus one. I'm jumping all over the Cardinals minus one here. I, I like them against the 49ers uh, a lot. The 49ers are like the NFC Colts. Everyone's jumping all up and down all over for them. Oh, look at this team. Vegas is loving them, yada, yada. And all they do is fucking lose games. So, um, I'm taking the Cardinals here to win. Uh, coming off a loss, 10 days rest. I think the 49ers will give them a little bit of a go. The over-under is 46. I'm going to take that over. I think there's going to be 31-27 is a very reasonable score for this game. So I'm going to take the Cardinals over the 49ers in San Fran. I'm going to rock with you too and take the Cardinals. Now, 
I'm just not as confident with that pick, and that's only because I did see a report that I guess Kyler has an issue with his ankle. I think it is. Oh, God. Yeah. So he – I don't think he practiced today. Um, I know, like you said, he's had some extra time because they played last Thursday to rest up. But if he doesn't play, then I'm not feeling confident about this Cardinals pick. But if he does, I think they could tough it out and definitely cover that point spread. Um, so we'll just have to see. That's really what it comes down to. A.J. Green was already ruled out. Um, I think he tested positive for COVID. D hops dealing with a hamstring um, injury, but it, to me, it all boils it all boils down to Kyler. They could throw him, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore um, out there, and I think they'll still be fine. But if Kyler's not healthy, then eh, we might not be looking too good with that pick. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> technical difficulties uh some funny shit all right which is me and you zell riding along let's do it um last game on the docket that leo can listen to us talk through the tennessee titans are going to play the los angeles rams the rams are getting seven and a half at home over under is 53 i, I could kind of see this being a bit of a letdown for tennessee you lose mm-hmm. derrick henry that offensive line is going to be uh, it's gonna be fucking tough to deal yeah. with you've got Donald and Von Miller's going to play. This is just not a great matchup. They have Jalen Ramsey, so you can kind of go, hey, here's what we're going to do. I've talked about this before, but it's a strategy that some defenses use. Ramsey is either going to lock up A.J. Brown or they're going to double A.J. Brown the whole game, and Ramsey will take the number two and slide around the whole time, basically crushing out whoever it is. The The – the Rams are such an interesting team on defense because they have a bunch of good players. They well, they I should say they have a bunch of great players. Then they have gaps, and, and these great players are literally generational with Donald um, and Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And look, Von Miller's great. He ain't Von Miller of old. He really has been quiet for the last three, four year, three years. And then what he tear his ACL last year, so we haven't really seen him get going. Totally understand that. The Rams are giving up seven and a half. I feel bad doing this because Leo can only helplessly listen on, but I do think the Rams walk away with this pretty easily. Yeah, that's tough for Tennessee, man. I, when that Derrick Henry news came out, I damn near felt yeah. like a fan when it hit me, and I was like, damn, yep. this sucks, man. Fantasy-wise and for the, the only you know silver lining of it is that they have such a good lead in the division and they went on this little streak with, you know, the Bills win, the Chiefs win, um, that they gave themselves a little cushion, and he should be back. They'll make the playoffs, and he should be back for that. But I definitely think, you know, with this being a primetime game and, you know, just losing Henry and the Rams are one of the best teams in the league, they're cooking on all cylinders offensively. And like you just mentioned, with that Von Miller addition, man, that you're already double-teaming Aaron Donald. Like, you got Leonard yeah. Floyd and even, you know, Von Miller at – 70% of what he was back in there's you know that Super Bowl year he's still a beast so I and I think the Titans pass defense is one of their weaknesses if I'm understanding right um so the Rams have <laughs> Cooper Cup Robert Woods Van Jefferson's emerging Tyler Higby like I, I think it's too much <laughs> Leo wants everyone to know that just listening to this is very fucking painful. Hey, 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 it had um, to be you, my guy. Hey, it had to be you. Hey, yeah, it it does suck. This is kind of one of those games where you go on the road, you're like, we just lost our one of our emotional leaders, which through everyone that's come in and out of Tennessee, Derrick Henry has been the rock. Yeah. Carrying the rock, being the rock, pl- players have come through. Ten- t- Derrick Henry has remained. I will say one thing to brighten Leo's spot, regardless of what happens with Derrick Henry. He is a Hall of Fame player. Yep. He is the best running back of the – what's funny is AP is going to take his spot on the team. Since AP, we have not seen a dominant runner absolutely destroy his competition the way that he did. Yeah, um, yeah. Derek Henry Sean Alexander, way to 2K this year, I think. Honestly, man, he's in a easily. different class. He really is in a different easily. class of running backs. He is. It, you, Sean Alexander won an MVP. AP won an MVP. We're not in that era anymore after the year Derrick Henry had last year without so much as a peep. We're just past that. But the truth is Derrick Henry is a Hall of Fame player. He will get in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think with who Derrick Henry is being an absolute warrior 
that he is going to come back this year and we're yep. going to see the Titans in the playoffs reach what is going to be full strength. The only thing I'm concerned with them is they can't take any more injuries. I just don't think this is a good matchup for them. With Ramsey, if Julio doesn't play, Ramsey's going to go on AJ with a double and ah, you, mm. you're going to need prime AP back in there. Yeah. So, um I think that wraps it up. Um, <laughs> I think that wraps up. The Monday night game is Bears-Steelers, which if you want to watch two teams that can't play Some offense, fucking old school that's football. your fucking game. Fucking over Bears under 40. Shit. <laughs> over under 40. Uh, this game this game could be like the Browns last week. I think they played what? It was like 10 to 15 to 10 or something. Something real stupid and dumb. I expect to see I a think lot of turnovers week, in that one. Yes, another game of stupid and dumb running rampant. Uh, I'm going to take the over-under is 40. The Steelers are giving 6.5. I'm going to take the Bears plus 6.5. I, I just don't even know why the Steelers. I, if you told me the Steelers won a game by 7, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> like, I just won't believe you. I, I, and I don't think that's crazy. I think if you take a look at what the Steelers have done, they beat Buffalo week one, 23-16. They've lost, lost, lost three after that. They beat Denver. They beat Seattle. That Seattle to game, they won by three in overtime. Cleveland game, they won by five, 15 to 10. I just don't think that this is going to be a game, you know, 17-10 could end up fucking me, but that's yeah. about where I see they this. Went ugly, they went ugly, man. The, they went ugly. I may tease this game. I may take over. So I may take under 46 mm -hmm. and then turn around and go, just give me the Steelers to win. Right. So I think that's going to be my move. Um, I think that does it. Zell, any parting thoughts? No, nah, man. Just uh, the legend of Mike White. Hope that continues Thursday. Um, and hopefully, you know, he can continue that hot streak, man. I, I think he's going to, I think he's going to play well. Um, hopefully we pull out the win and that's really it. Zach Wilson, take notes, man. I, take notes, bro. You can I, play. I hope you football. pull up the win too. I hope you pull in too because I just think I don't. I don't. There was a time where you can catch me on one of these recordings, really simping for fucking Carson Wentz because <laughs> I really like the way he played. Yeah. Uh, but in the last three years, two years, I, I it has been nothing but the furthest point from that. So. I would love the media darling of Indy to take a loss against the Jets. The Jets go to an unexpected three wins. And honestly, the three here are the three wins they would have. They'd have Indy, Tennessee, and Cincy. Not a bad resume. Great to build on, especially after the beginning of this year. But let's go ahead and ride it out here. Thanks for listening. Remember, like, subscribe, review. We'll catch Leo next time when he fixes his audio. Peace. Hey, Miss Donda. You run into my mama, please tell her I said say something. I'm starting to believe ain't no such thing as heaven's trumpets. No after over, this is it done. If there's a heaven, you would think they let you speak to your son. Maybe she has in the form of a baby's laugh. I heard passing by in a stroller reminding me, hey, keep rolling on oh, no.